Yins guys. Thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. Today's January 9th. We're almost 40 days into the MLB lockout and time is ticking. So let's talk a little more about the state of MLB and the things that we're hearing. Uh, we're going to fill up pretty much the whole episode today about this thing. Before we get started, though, I do want to say something, something I was planning on saying last week and we uh, we didn't get to it, but uh, we want to send our condolences to the family and friends of Alan Dawson, who passed away just before Christmas, this past Christmas. Uh, he was from East Liverpool, Ohio, was president of the Pittsburgh Pirates Booster Club in Bradenton, Florida. Uh, my wife's family has been friends with their family for years and everything, so we wanted to send our condolences out to the family and and everything for that loss. Uh, he was 86. So, uh, big Pirates fan. Lost a big Pirates fan. So, well, my name is Josh, and I'm joined always by my brother Jake. What's up, dude? Oh, not much, man. How about the, uh, get a little bit off topic for one second. How about the end of this uh, football season? has been pr- pretty crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah. I've never <laughs> seen so many scenarios that have, to, that have to end in ties. <laughs> and things are happening like Colts all you got to do is beat the what, two and 13 Jaguars and they didn't <laughs> I know it's just it's crazy absolutely crazy yeah it's it's a little wild still going on tonight I mean if what's the score of that game uh last I checked it was 20 to 14 Vegas oh it's even close so the scenario for a, a lot of Pittsburgh fans here is if those two teams tie tonight, they both get in and the Steelers don't. Yeah. <laughs> but if one beats the other, then, you know, the end of that Steelers game was pretty epic. And they're they're going to be in. Yeah. I mean, chances are they're going to be in. But right. I can't imagine. Uh, uh, my goodness. I thought, that, I thought that Baltimore and Pittsburgh was going to tie today. <laughs> so did I. Jeez Louise. I was like, you're going to go through a whole season and have two ties. But here's the thing. I will say this because I'm very critical of the tie. I don't like a tie. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I think you should just figure it out. Somebody's got to win. I think they I think they should do it the way they do it and kind of combine what the NHL do, does and what NCAA does, college football does. Because you play your your – Overtime period, quarter, whatever you want to call it. If it's still tied, start at the 35. For the NFL, you could start at the 45. Boom, just go back and forth. Oh, yeah. I I was I was thinking you were going there with the ties or whatever, because NHL ties. Yeah, but they do the shootouts. Yeah, they do the shootouts. But I no, they I do really the, they like they do the, a regular overtime, like a five minute or whatever it is. I forget how many minutes it is. But they I do like over- the yeah. No, I'm with you. I like the college format that you brought up because they go, it's what, they get two possessions each. The first one, you kick, you can kick an extra point after you score a touchdown. If both teams do that, then the second one, you have to go for two. If you're still tied after that, you no longer get a possession. You just go for two over and over again. Yeah. You don't even, you don't even have a drive. You just go for two. Yeah, that one's pretty crazy. It's basically I, I, play and breakthrough. Yeah, that was that was just implemented this year, right? This is the first yeah. year they've done it that way. If anybody else out there played breakthrough as a kid, I need to know. And I'll tell you how what I'll tell you how to play in case you called it something else. But oh, it's absolutely. it's literally just one person has the football, everyone else that you're playing with is standing in front of you. And you got to get into the goal line. That's it. You just have to make all of them miss. Like, it's almost yeah. impossible, but we did it all the time. Yeah. But breakthrough it's was a blast. Be, it's, it's we played that all when the you're time. Playing, yeah, we, we played it inside when it was just like three people. <laughs> so it was like one against two. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just thought that was crazy. Yeah, it is. So we're actually going to get into a little bit of other sports today, too. It's interesting you brought that up. But let's go ahead and get into this lockout stuff because we know that there's just uh, several things to unpack. And, you know, I I will say right out of the gate that I don't think I'm very confident that, that, um, that I have all of the answers. So we'll get into that. But there are resources everywhere. There's a lot of things. 
uh, including, and I want to bring this up, including our friend Ethan, who was on the podcast not too long ago. Um, he's got, I got one, two, three, four. He's got five different articles spanning from December 21st. Well, from December 7th to December 21st. Uh, breaking down a lot of things. Basically, what do these guys want? What do these guys want? And all that. Is your dog going ham on that bone? No. They're oh. getting ready. Oh, but, yep. It looks like she's just now starting to <laughs> go on that bone. And they were gonna. They were about ready to fight over it, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> uh, uh, wife's taking care of it. She's okay. helping us out. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Um, no, so like he's got the introduction, what the players want, how to get to their goal, and then uh, an update and, and some other things too. So go check out uh, Ethan's work on uh, pittsburghbaseball.com, uh, pirates.pittsburghbaseball.com, and just look for those lockout things. Uh, they all start, uh, most of them start with the word, actually, no, just the last one, but you'll get there. You'll find them all. They're, they're good. It's good information. I mean, you guys, if you guys were here listening to the episode that Ethan was on, he's a very smart guy, um, looks into a lot of things. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously those are, those are some good write-ups that will help kind of get you basically to an understanding of here's what, you know, the reports, here's what they're trying to get done. Um, yeah. So outside of what they're trying to get done, we're mostly at this point going to just talk about, the state of it, the state of where we're at. Uh, Jeff Passan on Wednesday uh, released an article saying the MLB is working on proposals to bring to the table, and um, he believes that the earliest that things are going to get going is like late January. So, um, yeah. yeah. Well, it was just, what, a couple days ago I was seeing the thing where they were supposed to start talks back up soon. They didn't even talk over the holidays. No, yeah. They're just supposed to get them. Yeah, and that's the thing. So MLB's basically just going to come back with um, with their proposals as a response of all the other things that were going on. Their responses are going to come in, or then basically the players are hopefully are going to do more than just say, okay, cool, thanks for this. We'll see you in, in a week. Right. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times it's like, cool proposal, now we're going to go talk. Like, dude, just sit in there and talk it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it is difficult because it's the representatives, and then they got to go back to the players and then talk to the players and say, this is what we have. Is this good for what you have? And blah, blah, blah. It, it's it's so hard to know what's going on because of the limited time that they're in there. And then when they are in there, like, what are they even doing? And right. we don't know. We're not in the room. Yeah, no clue. Yeah. So according to some of that stuff, he's uh, according to some of that, he's saying that the players are asking for something anti-tank related and pushing to get players er paid earlier in their career or raising the CBT thresholds, the competitive balance or uh, balance tax. Um, So uh, where was I at? Yeah. The recent proposals of that CBT were like. 214 million in 2022 and then it goes up from there and the players uh the players union thing had it at 245 so 214 245 yeah it's it's a chunk of change off <laughs> yeah that's about a 30 chunk. million dollars and that's a big deal because then it goes up as time goes right and so that's the thing um yeah uh, Passon says if they don't have an agreement by February 1st, he thinks a spring training delay is likely a lack of progress by March 1st. And in his quotes, it says, sets the alarm in terms of not starting the season on time. Sure. So we'll get into that a little bit in a little bit. Um, but I know that we wanted to kind of bring up, um, did you happen to, to read the Passon article? Did you have anything else on that? No, I, I I didn't. I didn't know anything. if you I think you really touched on everything that was okay pertinent. Right. So uh, we want to kind of get in. There's you hear a lot of things like oh baseball players, you know they. You always hear these arguments um, yeah. about why baseball can't figure this out, why they're always at you know at each other and not getting along, 
and other sports get along and all this stuff. And, you know, I just was like, you know what, I'm going to look this up because I think this is a bit of a misconception yeah. about how bad it is. It's bad right now. But actually, yeah. the last work stoppage for MLB was 94-95. And it was a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Canceled 938 games collectively, including the postseason in the World Series. But that's almost 30 years ago. Right. And we're still, like, we're there's been a long time. So I looked it up. I looked at them. NHL, 94-95, the same time. They had a lockout that cost a lot of games to be canceled. But then in 04 and 05, uh, or 04-05 season, I suppose, the lockout mm-hmm. canceled the entire season. Yeah. that That's 10 years after. You know what I mean? Now, and it took a hit for that. Uh, the 12 and 13 season canceled a lot of games. And both the 94, 95, and 12 and 13 ended in 48 games per team with no interconference games and no all-star games. So the, the, the chunk of games in those two was they ended up with 48 games, no all-star yeah. game. Um, but 0405, I mean, that's, that's 2012, 2013, right? The NFL, uh, there's is mostly like, there was a couple referee lockouts, 2001. It was just a couple weeks, two, like two weeks. Does that count? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's two games. Yeah. Right. Um, in 2012, there was another one. I mean, we remember this one where they did the replacement refs Yeah. and then all that. And it was, um, uh, first few weeks of the season, and they figured that out. But that's that's mm-hmm. refs, so those are, you know, there's notable. But 2011, there was a lockout that lasted over five months. Hall of Fame game canceled, but they still got the 2011 season started on time. That's kind of what we're hoping for here, except we're not going to have five months. Yeah. We're kind of hoping to they, get things done and get things They did an abbreviated started. preseason, didn't they, I think? I yeah, heard. yeah, which they could abbreviate the preseason every year for all I care. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's, what is yeah. it? I get it. There's there's purpose to it. NBA, it, in 95, it was three months before the season. 96 lasted a couple hours. <laughs> I mean, it was before the season. <laughs> but then 98, 99 lasted more than six months and forced – the season of 50 games per team. 2011 lasted five months and forced the 11 and 12 season to 66 games per team. And so basically a lot has happened since the last time this happened in baseball. Yeah. But but baseball can't get it right. Hmm. <laughs> That's the talk. Right. Yeah. So I don't it, know. Uh... Yeah, I mean it's it's across all the major sports. It you can see it, you're just going through those numbers, and you know yeah. it costs games, it costs money, it costs time. It, it you know it costs frustration. If you're a huge, my biggest problem, like when I'm looking at this, and if I'm not one of the guys that say baseball can't get it right, but at the same time, like I didn't realize about all these lockouts because I don't pay that much attention to some of the other sports yeah. as I do to baseball. Yeah. I remember the the football stuff with like the refs and that, but right. I don't remember the NBA lockouts. Like I don't uh, pay attention to the NBA. Yeah, I get that. I I remember the uh, NHL lockout because it. Uh, I think the Pens were doing real good or something when that when that when that one was going on. Yeah. Um. So, like we said, a lot has happened since that time. And the, the, I guess the thing that to remember is that, yeah, that's a long time ago. And that's an agreement that they came to a long time ago. And the players did kind of give up a lot of things at that time. You'll hear a lot of people when they talk about this, they're going to say, the players want this and this and this, but this is their fault to begin with. I mean, I've heard a lot of people in their coverage of this saying, this is the player's fault to start with because they gave up so much. And that, that that tax that they allowed to stay so low at, for so long. And yeah. that was kind of like a trade-off or whatever that they went with. And so now they're basically saying, well, now we want to fix it. Dude, the game makes a lot of money. And, yeah, a lot. and the players just feel like, 
I don't even know if it's like, I make the argument all the time that it's saying they're the product. They're the ones that should be getting paid. And I still believe that. But at the same time, like the problem is, is all the things that you're seeing right now about the most productive players are getting paid a lot less than the aging player who's at the end of mm -hmm. his career. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like, well, yeah, but if you put in the time, then you'll, you know, you'll get to that spot. But I don't know that that's, I don't know that that's it. I don't know that that like well, it, you know, and, and that sure. If you're talking about a regular job and a regular workforce, yes, you put in your time, you earn more money as you go, you know, by the end of your tenure, you're making more money than the guy below you. It makes sense. These are physicality issues. These are, when are you at your peak? When are you performing the best? In a, re in a regular, like say, say in an office job, sure, you're performing your best when you've had 30 years in. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's fair. When you're when you're in your 55, 60 years old, you're you're pretty productive because you know that job inside and out. You've yeah. been doing it forever. Physically, you can't compete as well as you age. Things digress. It's a completely different ball. You cannot compare it to an average job. It's not an average job. And there's there's the criticism, not the criticism, but there's the talk about. Well, when you sign your big deal, you're getting paid for what you've done, not necessarily what you will do. A lot of these big contracts that happen around the age of 30 mm -hmm. or just before when they hit these 10 years or even eight year contracts or whatever, you're only getting about half of that contract of really like of really good. And, and a lot of them, they don't front load those contracts right. because they know that money becomes available more and more money becomes available in later years. If mm -hmm. you think about this, when you were a kid and you wanted to buy something for $5, how much money was that? And then compare that to what $5 means to you today. Uh, it's a little bit unfair because when you say you were a kid, if you're an adult who was an adult 20 years ago, then think about the value of 100 bucks then versus the value of 100 bucks now. If I sign a guy for $20 million a year for the next 10 years, Think about this, Joey Votto. When he made twenty million, that was a lot, and mm -hmm. now he's making twenty million. And it's like, yeah, there's a handful of guys making twenty million dollars. There was like a couple. You know, I don't yeah. know the numbers. I didn't look those up. Yeah, I, you I mean, know think, I mean? But think think about this. Like, there's when I more first people started... making twenty million dollars now than there was when he signed that deal. Yeah, when I first started driving, this is like, okay, mom, I need gas money. Well, here's ten bucks. Bring me the change. <clears throat> What? <laughs> well, that, there's more elements than that. There, yeah, there, but still. Yeah, I know. But that that shows a little bit of our age there because right after right after you got your license, gas prices went. Yeah, not too long afterwards. Yeah, not too long after, but yeah. But still, uh, it is just the idea of like, you know, how much your money's worth now. And it's just, mm -hmm. I mean, there's inflation, there's, everything just keeps going up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so you're, yep. the value of your, of your deal goes down as MLB makes more money, which they do every year, mm -hmm. as they make more money, as the teams make more money, as these things happen and as the tax increases, you get more room to, you get more budget to spend. And it's just natural. That what we used to sign a guy, that's why I'm saying like sign a guy for 15 million. We're letting guys go because they cost 12 million, 15 million. Now, Polanco wasn't performing. That's different. But like when we get right. to a place where we need to pay some somebody 15 million, the Pirates are still in 1995 saying we can't afford that. No, you can afford that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Despite what you think, you can't yeah. afford it. You can afford, yeah. I mean, there are, you know, you can afford to, to pay one guy in the teens. Absolutely. Um, but anyway, uh, I'd like to know how many of you remember these, these lockouts and, and all, and, you know, there's a lot of people who say baseball will suffer from this more than other sports, uh, because the other sports have it better. Um, the other sports do not have it better. It, it's consistent. Just like you said, it, it's, you're, you're dealing with it no matter where you are. There are, there's mm -hmm. a lot of money involved. 
and the players feel like there's a lot of times that they get taken advantage of. And this is happening a lot in, well, basketball had the one thing where the mega teams were happening and they were trying to do something to, to change the mega teams to keep that from, a, from being a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and baseball is going to do their thing to what, what the players are really, I mean, one of the things that they're really trying to do is that they feel like the owners are taking advantage of them in their strategies to keep people down. We talked about it at the, uh, the very beginning of the year. We talked about service time and things like that. And, you know, so those sort of things uh, come into play in here. How much service time means six years right now. They're trying to lower it to four years so they can hit free agency earlier. I don't know if that's the answer. If it was me, I don't think that would be the answer for me. I think the answer for me would be something closer to, I don't care about the six years. Let's just increase the pay. Let's get those young guys compensated. Right now it's like 500,000. When you break into the league, 500 and something thousand, you know, I'm not going to figure out. I know I've seen the number. I know the number. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Yeah. It's like, I think right now it's around I think it's 575, 565, 575, I something so. like that. So either way, that's right when you break in the league. If you've ever, if you've ever watched Matt Antonelli on, on YouTube, go check him out. He's got a ton of videos about this. Um, and he breaks it down from when he was playing, which the numbers are a lot different, but he's got it on some good graces of what some guys are making and that's mostly what he's talking about is through the minors but he lets you know like if a guy gets called up for three days he only gets paid that salary for those three days right and he brings up a lot of points about if you play a game if you're a pirate if you're the pittsburgh pirates you play for the pirates and you play a game in cincinnati you're going to pay for that game you're going to play pittsburgh tax pennsylvania tax cincinnati tax maybe even ohio tax that's crazy. Like you, for wherever city you're at, you have to pay taxes in that town for working in that town. And if it's in a city, you pay the city tax, you pay the state tax, you pay. The, but everything's pretty ridiculous. And and with the amount of money that's involved, I mean, five hundred thousand dollars, I'd like to make that. Um, <laughs> but like they they take home about half of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And still, I'd like to make that. <laughs> but yeah. I'm also. You know, I'm also, you only get paid that for the, the, the games that you're up there. So if a guy gets called up in June, he's not making all that, right? But he's still only right. making half of what he's what his salary is. Um, yeah, I don't know. Dude, it's nuts. There's a lot of, like, super confusing things, and I don't think that we'll ever really know. I mean, there's a lot of people that put a great effort into it, and I, I feel mm-hmm. like they're probably pretty close. Um, yeah. But it is hard to tell. It's hard to tell what these guys are are doing unless you actually hear from them and they don't have to tell you so, and they shouldn't have to, No, they shouldn't have to listen. If you like it and you, and you have no problem paying the ticket and go to a new game, then pay the ticket and go to the game and let them deal with their Anyway, <laughs> we're a little over a month into this and it feels like it's a lot longer than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just feels like it's a lot longer than a month. Yeah, it really does. Is it? It's just usually a lot going on right now yeah transactions and you're just there's just nothing they, they, they can't do anything they can sign minor league free agents and in japan and korea are getting all of our players it seems that way um there has been a couple things written about that because it does seem like that and we talked about that and um mm-hmm. you know there's been a couple things written about how many players are signing it is very similar to the normal amount according to what I read in this one. However, there are some there's a little bit of like some teeter totter guys that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh we that when we were talking about it, we talked about it. That was like, uh, they probably wouldn't have done this in the past. Right. They're doing it now, but they probably wouldn't have done this in the past. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there's some truth to that still. Well, there was a it's not necessarily another... the number, but the the idea of who it is, right? Right. Yeah, and there there was another like big prospect that was gonna be posted or whatever, and he's not gonna be posted now. Okay. He's like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna stay. Yeah. Why? Well, there's no certainty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of the certainty, I think that's where we're gonna go next. Um, do you have anything else on this? Uh, as far as like other sports and and the state of things, like we know it's bad now, but I don't think that baseball's broken. No, and yeah, and I don't think 
all the other all the, all the other sports bounce back after theirs. It's not like complete doom for Major League Baseball. This it's going to come to an end, whether whether or not there is an impact, which we're going to talk about next. Uh, it will be all right. Yeah, baseball is going to be all right. I agree. All right, um, let's take a break. Um, we're going to start putting in breaks now. <laughs> let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Uh, and we're going to talk about that. Thanks for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Check us out on all the socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's Bridge, the number two Bucktober. Likes, follows, those things. Come talk to us. Audio podcast available in your favorite place. Video podcast available on YouTube. Subscribes, likes, contact, uh, comments, all those things. We'll be right back. All right, we're back here. And let's, let's get right into what are the chances that the... Regular season is impacted by this at this point. That's where we're at. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess it's wait and see. I mean, the chances are right now they're decent that, you know, there'll be a slight impact on the season. Yeah. But, you know, as we get closer to February, like you had said, you know, in Passon's article, you know, you get closer to February, you start thinking, okay, so spring training is supposed to start in a week. <laughs> Pitchers and catchers should be reporting here soon. Yeah. Okay, so if they can't, if they can't report, everything spring gets... training's delayed. Yep, hundred percent. Spring training's delayed. Is the single is the regular season going to get delayed, or are they going to shorten the the? Uh, you know, that's a good question. Like, and I'll and I uh, let's jump into that first, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then come back to to what the rest of the things. But um, yes, I think that the regular season can still start on time with a shortened spring training. Uh, that That's what we were talking about. That's what I the NFL too. did. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind that that happens. They will try everything they can to not delay opening day. And they should, right. that right. should be number one priority in getting this done is how can we get opening day to be on the day it's scheduled for March 31st. You know what I mean? So yes. Yep. I a hundred percent do. Uh, I, I think I think one of the one of the big issues you got to worry about when you're doing that is like the pitchers getting stretched out. Yeah. Because I, I it doesn't matter what somebody says if you're not getting stretched out in game reps. Yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. I can go throw a bullpen. I can throw 130 pitches in a bullpen. It's not the same as 85 pitches in a game. Yeah. It's, that, yeah and, that's and that's the impact. We're going to see more, uh, maybe more six man rotations to start off the year if, if this is a thing. Or mm-hmm. um, I think that's probably the biggest thing is either, either six man rotation or just a lot more uh, piggyback stuff like we talked about last week right. with the, or, you know, with the possible of what we're going to even have. Maybe you'll see more right. of that. Maybe right. you start throwing away the – I mean, the hard thing about that is, well, no, because then you're really telling the bullpen, give me two innings. So you're able to spread the bullpen out a little more. If you could go four and four and two, now when somebody gets chased early, that's your problem. But but right. you got to imagine that's only for the first two months. Yeah. Month, yeah. maybe. Just month to... and a half. And you start to define right. the guys that can be stretched out and go further. Might be mm-hmm. a good way for the Pirates to go into the season either way. <laughs> just say, let's just try this out. We got two guys a game. We've got ten guys yeah. that we can do that with, and you only have to worry about three guys at the back. No, I mean, no. obviously not a thing. <laughs> but you could do it with multiple. I mean, on on this team, you could you do could. piggyback starts for three of your starts. You could. I think. But anyway, let Brubaker and Quintana actually pitch. For the other three, just start mixing it up. Maybe not. Maybe maybe just two. I, I honestly, the, the closer, the more I think about that and the closer we get, I don't hate it. <laughs> but if if it helps you weed out, you know what I mean? If it helps you yeah. allow one guy to, I mean, if you can legitimately get to the eighth or ninth inning and say that I only need a closer today, you know what I'm saying? I get it. I just, just, I just for a time. It, in the position that we're in. In the position we're in, I get it. 
let a guy get, give him time to prove himself or give him time to show you that he's not ready. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway. Um yeah, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes, but I do think that they'll do everything in their power to start on March 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, w- the closer we get to March 31st, obviously, the more yeah. information we will hopefully have. Right. Yeah. And, and we'll know more as it gets closer. Maybe. Maybe we'll know more. <laughs> but, you know, the, the thing about it is, I think I think we're, despite how rough it's been, the past couple of years, with the COVID, yeah, and everything, we're kind of prepared for shortened seasons right now. So we we've dealt with it. It's it's been it's been rough, but we figured it out. And whether you agree with everything we've figured out, figured out, <laughs> you know, that's that's a whole other topic. You know, right? The, the doubleheaders, the seven innings instead of nine, you know, any, whatever it is, we've worked around the difficulties of the shortened season before. So we can get through it again. Does it suck? Sure. Do we want it? No. But, you know, as the early 2000s Tiger games said, it can be had. Tiger Woods golf. <laughs> it can be had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, but no, I mean, it, it, it can be done. Yeah. And they'll figure it out. They will. And whatever it is, um, you know, the impact that it has on the sport and on, you know, Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. I, you know, there's also the talk about, well, eventually, if this continues to be bad, then players are going to go and start another league and the MLB is going to go down. And I'm thinking, man, I just don't, I don't see how that's possible to have the resources. No. To do that, I mean, you see football leagues trying to pop up. Yeah, there's another the one coming this spring, the USFL. It's owned by Fox. There's like eight that, teams. What, they're going to do the whole last thing, year, right? Well, the USFL has been there before. There was a spring league that was supposed to start. Well, now it's like this year is going to be a thing. It's a bubble year. Everything's in Birmingham. I'm I'm wondering how you're going to do a football season from April to July in Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> and and why they had a Pittsburgh team sign up for that and not wear black and gold. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, I don't know why. I don't know why it's like such a cool thing for me that everybody wears it. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. It doesn't happen. In, and anywhere else. Anywhere else. I think it's cool though. Anyway, the impact that it has on the sport. Um, and I don't know if we even want to separate those discussions between Major League Baseball and baseball because you do see and there is an impact on the game itself like when we were kids everyone played baseball yeah and it started to it started to move out of that a little bit uh there's just not as many it's basically when i say not as many like there's still a lot of kids playing baseball but not everyone and i don't know where i don't know like i know wherever you live it's going to be different but like where we live this travel baseball has taken over. And so like the kids that actually love baseball, seven, eight years old, they're traveling to play games, which I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, dude, that's, that's awful. You know, th- now the other thing about it is, is like we, we played games. We had home games. We had away games. Our little league was you played in your town and then you went to somebody else's town to play. And it was a County league. Yeah. Or yeah, it was a right. Yeah, it was a countywide league. It was like it, pretty it much wasn't the whole county. No, but, yeah. but it's pretty much. And so, like, you had, I don't know how many teams were in it, but like ha- some of these towns had two teams, three teams. And here, it's like there's a city league. Everybody plays at the same fields. Their their names are just restaurants and stores and stuff in town, mm-hmm. and. And that was it. And right, so you, that was that was the whole thing. You went to the same field every week and you played your games at the same field. There was no, I mean, you had home, there's a home team and an away team, but like sure. your fields were the same. And so now they're doing this travel where they're going all over the place and playing these tournaments. And I like, I just think about when we were kids, I played a tournament when I got to All-Stars and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we'd play those tournaments, but 
We didn't have tournaments other than that. Right. So things are different. And the kids that play in the rec leagues is what, you know, they just refer to it now are, man, they don't, they don't care. They don't teach. They're literally there to babysit kids that don't want to be there. Yeah. And it's kind of weird. So baseball's kind of in a weird place for that sort of thing to say. How does it impact that? I don't know. I don't know. We, I mean, when I was a kid, we watched everyone yeah. and we loved everyone. And that's all it was, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we wanted to play because those are the guys we watched on TV. And it was right. number one. And I don't know how it impacts that. I don't think kids are really watching that much right now. I don't either. That, you know, I mean, of course you have some kids that do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely you have kids that do. We're not saying that no no kids watch games anymore. It's just, it's not as, it doesn't seem like where we're at and what we see, it doesn't seem as heavy. I mean, I'll ask kids, I've coached high school baseball now for 10 years, and I'll ask kids, did you watch the game last night? No, I was playing Xbox. Like, it's just, they don't watch it. Like, if you want to be a student of the game, watch the games. Yeah. You can pick up a lot just by watching the games, and it, it just doesn't seem like it gets watched as much. Okay, so the other question is, are they playing MLB The Show? You know what I mean? Mm, like, the only reason yeah. I say that is, the only reason I say that is, because then you're starting to say, what's the difference between MLB and what's the difference between, you know, just the sport of baseball? And really, that's even right. MLB. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they're still they're still consuming baseball. They just do it in a different way. Yeah. Rather than well, watching some the of games. Them are, but... Some of them are. And some of them still watch the games. And some of them aren't. Are, they don't pay attention to baseball. They just love playing it. Right. You know what I mean? That's the real thing where you say, oh, you don't care about Major League Baseball? No. Nah. But then you also have, like, we live in the areas. Well, I mean, like, I'm kind of indifferent right now. But, you know, where you're at and where we grew up and everything, and obviously all around Pittsburgh, if the Pirates aren't good, they don't pay attention. Sure. And that's fair. I, yeah. I have no criticism for that. Put a good team on, and all those people will start watching the Pirates again. Yeah. Th- that's that's where you say they'll bounce back. It's the same thing for the Pirates. When the Pirates start winning, people will start watching again. And if they're mm-hmm. not watching when they stink, that's not their – like, that's okay. Like, who – there are people who – I mean, we watch because we're diehards. We watch because right. we love baseball. We love the Pirates. I mean – Literally, we're doing a podcast because we love baseball and we love the Pirates, right? <laughs> and we understand right. that it's bad and it's okay. We're going to watch it anyway. Mm-hmm. But, like, for those who aren't watching, I, I mean, I get it. Yeah. When, you know what I mean? It's better than saying, like, nah, I'm, I'm a Yankees fan now. Right. You know what I mean? But, like, if you're just yeah. saying, I can't watch them, then I'm like, yeah, I get it. You can't watch them. I think that as soon as the Pirates are good, we saw that in the three years they were in the playoffs. As soon as they're postseason, as soon as the Pirates are good, people are at the stadium. Yeah. And they've shown that. So get good, dude. And people will show yeah. up. And I think the same thing for baseball. Get good. Get this thing figured out and move on from it. And people will be back. People will show up. We saw that people will, some for some reason, jump off of the Roberto Clemente Bridge when you win a game. <laughs> Hey, we won the wild card game. Let's jump off the bridge in October. Uh-uh. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I wouldn't jump into that river on a 95-degree day <laughs> at 4 o'clock in the afternoon just off the river walk. Well, there you go. Different strokes <laughs> for different folks. But do you think, uh, with that said, okay, so we basically covered a lot right there. And I know mm-hmm. it took a long way to get to a place that's not very far away, but you think there's any chance that there's like a, all right, let's figure this out for this year and we'll, we'll pick up talks in the off season. Hmm. That, that's a good, that's a load of, I shouldn't say loaded question. But that's <laughs> a good question. I don't know. I don't know if that's even an option for him. Uh, yeah. Maybe a, maybe a three year. I, I think, I don't think they're going to do a one year deal. No, I would be, I think it'd be hard pressed to do. Yeah. Maybe five. I just don't see that. Maybe there's pieces of it that says, 
all right, let's let's come to an agreement here for X amount of years. I mean, well, no, I don't think. And then that was to say they would negotiate this piece of it in 10. Because yeah. these deals are usually long. Yeah. I don't know. But I think it, they come, I think that they don't have, do anything until they come to an agreement. That's my thought. Right. In my my personal opinion, they shouldn't be long agreements. You don't think? I don't think so. Money, the way money is changing so I, that's rapidly. All, I that's just, all baked in, though. And I really they, do think that it needs to be a long agreement because of what we've talked about. When you don't do long agreements... When these agreements end, this thing has a possibility of happening. That's true. Yeah. And the players are not going to, they're not going to, I don't even know how you would do it. I don't know if there's an extension of the old agreement. Like, right. that's what it would have to be. It would have to be, let's play by last year's rules because you aren't going to come that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I just don't think, uh, I don't know. I, I could see something shorter, maybe like a 10-year thing to say, you've got 10 years to prove that you can get all these teams to be competitive before we come back and say, if you can't do it, then I don't know. It feels like they're when they talk, they say, I want this to be competitive and I want teams not to tank. But yet all the things that they talk about are shortening that to where they get to free agency sooner, which... It, as a result, feels like you're actually good, just going to do better for the the teams that got more money. Mm -hmm. You need to either bring that tax down and tax it heavier so that the lower teams have more money. But if you just raise that tax threshold, I mean, if you raise that tax threshold and you hit free agency sooner, then the Pirates aren't going to have anybody more than three years. Right. They're going to get a star. He's going to be there for three years and he's gone. So as a small, look, we don't want that. Right. Somehow you need to incentive, incentivize Bob Nutting to spend more money. Somehow right. you need to get him convinced. I'm not asking him to go out and sign the latest, greatest free agent out there. Carlos Correa is playing shortstop in Pittsburgh next year. I'm not asking for that. Right. All I'm saying is give him a, a, give him a reason and a means to get this Brian Reynolds extension done, to get extensions done for these guys that play for us now so that we can have them for more than five years and then be able to bring in guys that will help those guys win. Mm -hmm. So now you're talking lock guys up and have flexibility. But at the same time, I also want these young players to be making money. So, Yeah, but at that point... If if you get it figured out to where the young guys are making the money, we'd be able to afford to bring in complimentary pieces who are in their mid thirties that still have something to offer, but aren't in their prime anymore. And but and, they also aren't making a ton of money because of what they've done in the past. So, but what you're also saying is that they're okay accepting less money yes. because they got paid. Yes. Like, hey, I've made this. But I don't know that that's always the case. It's not. It's not always going to be the case. I just don't understand the aspect of I'd rather not play than play for $2 million. Right. These guys are holding well, out. You know what I mean? Like, you know, dude, that's garbage. Well, there's a guy out there right now. Albert Pujols stated on Twitter, I want to play next year. I don't care if it's for the Yankees who, who have all the money. Or if it's for the Pirates. He actually said that I don't care if I play for the Pirates. Hmm. He wants to play. And but what's the money? Well, that's what he that basically that's what he's saying. He'll pay he'll play for anybody who can pay him a ton of money, or he'll play for somebody who just can't afford to pay him money, but he'll he'll go play just to, so he's playing. Wow. You know what I mean? Like he Is he saying that I have he's to made like, his money. Well, yeah. Is he saying I, I want to start? I don't know. He just wants to play. Uh you're not going to start. Actually, he I have a pretty good he, shot, according to me. On our team. <laughs> let they, Even if they just let Yoshi play against. Yeah, but he hit okay against lefties. So that makes yeah, it but hard. Still, but still, Pujols kills lefties. Yeah. <laughs> Killed. Yeah, he still hits good against lefties. Yeah. Okay, so nothing there. Is there anything else yeah. um, that we that even really comes up? Because I, I do have something. The only other thing I had was, you know, if they do the shortened season, all that stuff, 
limited games equals limited numbers. Players aren't going to want that. The players want to be able to get their numbers. They want the records. They want the yeah. all that stuff. Anything that is incentive based in their contract, they're going to want the optimal time to get to hit that incentive. You think that that is I going to gonna... weigh more than fixing things for the future? Because if so, that's another thing that shows that they're what they're saying and what they're doing are different. It looks like yeah. the things they're saying are favoring the veterans. They want more money. And if that's the case, it's it's all about you want to hit those numbers because you want more money. And yeah. I understand getting more money is like for anyone. If you're at your job right now and you're and you think that you are underpaid, then you're gonna say, like, you didn't give me the opportunity to to, to reach my goals. So right. you're gonna you're not gonna give me my raise because I didn't reach my goals, which you limited me and didn't give me the ability. So what you say isn't absurd. Yeah, but, and just like, but I, I see what you're saying. I don't know. Not only the not only the incentive based program contracts either. Like I'm just saying, like in general, you've already had one shortened season. Now you're going to have one two years season. of yep. Yeah, and and these guys that are going to you know possibly hit 600 home runs might not hit 600 home runs in their career because they had two shortened seasons in their prime. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Do you, I mean yeah? Hopefully that does. Hopefully it does. Yeah, anything, anything to get a, you know, get the process moving. I'm, I'm hoping you know plays a little bit of a part, but I also want them to get a, get it right too. Yeah. So, all right, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going. <laughs> he, he, knew, he knew this was coming. Um, I do not have answers. We don't. We don't know, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where we're at here. And I know that, um, I know that there's. Some people out there who might have answers. Some people out there who are really seeking for answers. Me as a fan, I want them to get it done. I want to have a season. But here's the deal. Uh, It's not up to me. It's not up to me to come to an agreement. It's not up to me to decide what they should and should not get. I'll tell you what, I've got a job. And I have projects and tasks that I am paid to complete. None of which include... Figuring out the CBA, right? None of them do. That's right. So uh, I don't know what's going on in the meeting room so that they're not having. I know that they're not having them. But when they do have them, I don't know what's going on. And I don't want to pretend like I do. Nobody knows except for the people that are in that room. Because I'll tell you what, they can come out of that room and they can say what they want. And it might not be what actually happened in that room. So, Mm -hmm. but I also don't like, I also don't like... I don't sit here and use what I consider to be jealous phrases like millionaires arguing with billionaires and things like that. It's, it's a jealous argument. I, I understand, but that's, that's what it is. Uh, we talked about it before and we said the industry I work in doesn't make as much money as the industry that they work in. So, you know, when it gets there, then maybe. Um, but those millionaires and billionaires are humans just like you and me, mm-hmm. just like anyone listening. And um, just because they work in that industry that makes a ton of money, uh, it doesn't make them uh, it doesn't make them less of, of a person. It doesn't make them less of a human. Um, but they work there, they make a ton of money. they're in they're, they're, they're in an industry that makes a ton of money, so they make a lot of money. Um, but that doesn't mean that they can't see things. From where they are, you're, whatever right. seat you're sitting in, whatever situation that you're in, you're gonna see things from that seat, and not nowhere else. And that's just the way it is. If you felt like, I mean, we talked about this a little bit before about incentives, just like a couple minutes ago. But if you felt like you're being taken advantage of by your employer, uh, then you have mm-hmm. the right to be upset. If your employer, you feel like you're being treated wrong, you have the right to be upset. And yeah. you also have the right to look for another job. These guys don't have that, which goes back to what we yeah, were saying earlier. Is, yeah. They're not going to go start their own league. They don't have the resources for that. This mm-hmm. is what they have. Therefore, they can't just go get a new job where they feel like they're going to be compensated correctly. 
I mean, the only c- comparison you have for that is if I don't feel like I'm being compa- uh, compensated in Pittsburgh, I can go try to get a job in New York. Like, we can do that. Right. And they they have that sort of thing. You can try that, but that's not until you hit free agency. But even then, if you're talking Major League Baseball, like, that's all you have. Now, sure, you could... Yeah. <laughs> fair enough, you could say, I'm leaving baseball, and I'm going to go work at the mill in town. Like, yeah, you could do that. <laughs> but like you have a sure. you have a specific skill set. That would be like saying like, "Oh, I got a college degree in this, but I'm going to go and I have somebody who's willing to pay me less than what I'm worth, but still a lot more than if I went to this accounting position." Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're still going to you're still going to pick that over the accounting position, but you're still talking from that seat. Mhm. And you know, it has nothing to do with the amount of money that they make when it comes to, you know, being taken advantage of. And, right. it, you know, it just doesn't make them any less human. And, that, you know, that's, man, I, that, I just can't get past that to me. It, I, can't, I can't think of them as something different just because they make a lot of money. Right. And I don't like the, I don't like the argument when you say, oh, quit your crying, you big baby, you're a millionaire. So, man, I don't know. I just have a hard time with that. I, I you know, I was talking, <laughs> yeah, I, I was it. talking to my buddy, Josh, and he, you know, he made the comment. Um, and we had this discussion. He made the comment about you're playing a child's game. You should feel lucky. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. But I also don't think they play a child's game. I don't think that a child could go play against those guys and do well. <laughs> like they can't. And I also don't right. think that I've watched little league baseball. I've played little league baseball. It is nowhere near what they're doing. And I'll right. also say this, the, the men that play that game, the adults that play that game, they've probably worked a lot harder at their job than I have at mine mm-hmm. in saying to get to the place that they are now. Like I'm not equal to that. And so by saying you play a child's game, I feel like you you're saying like, dude, you're less than like, you're just doing kids stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, don't treat them like less of an adult. And you know, like I, I made, I made the, uh, you know, he made the argument to say, well, but it's a, it's a game that, that kids play. You learn it as a kid. And I think my argument to that was like, oh, that's cool. I learned math when I was a kid. Does that mean an accountant is doing child's work? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and it, you know, he was like, that's actually a really good point. And you know what I mean? When you go up there and like, I understand what you mean, but there is still business that needs to take place. Mm-hmm. And um, dude, I know Josh is going to listen to this because he listens every week. So just to throw it out there, I really appreciate our baseball talk. I love it. <laughs> so keep it up. And I know that you will. I'll get a text from him the morning this comes out. And he'll say, hey, here's what I liked. And here's what I have something to say. So I appreciate that. Uh, so if I, I, I do want to clarify a little bit. If your criticism is for them to stop lying and cheating and being selfish, then that's fair. Because <laughs> I do think <laughs> that while I think that the efforts to um, of the, like, we're being taken advantage of, the minor leagues and all that stuff. I think there's a lot of things that are wrong. However, there's also, if you're talking about just trying to get guys to make more money at the top, then yeah, I see a lot of selfish things that are talked about. I also see sure. a lot of what the owners do um, as selfish and, and unfair as well. And and a lot of, like, he said, she said, lying and, and stuff like that. And the cheating thing, I, I feel like, I throw that into saying, like, if your criticism in cheating is cheating these players out of service time and things like that, then, yeah, I see that, too. And so, you know what I mean? Like, those are those are all valid arguments. Uh, compromise needs to happen in order for both of these sides to come to an agreement. I mean, it's just going to have to happen. Probably in this yeah. in this state, if you read through what, the things that, that Ethan was writing about and the things that what he's uh, kind of seeing as the players looking for, uh, dude, I mean, it's probably going to be a little more compromised from the player's side at this point, <laughs> but there's definitely compromise that needs to happen from both sides. That's how you come to an agreement. You're not just going to bully somebody and get your way. Well, right. and I'm not coming. Uh, come on, dude. Um, 
But saying that someone can't complain about something that they, they feel just because they make more money than you, I think is, is ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. With that said, um, you have the right to say all of those things. And I won't try to stop you because that's fine. It's okay mm-hmm. for you to say those things. I, and I'm literally not saying that to try to convince anybody to not say them. You absolutely can say them. You have the right to, to be wrong and unfair and, in my opinion, ridiculous. And as do I, if all the things that I'm saying is ridiculous to you. <laughs> so and it's totally fine because it's cool. We both like baseball, and I still, I still like you a lot if, if you're one of those people that say these things. I mean, seriously, I do. Like, I don't even think twice. Yeah. Like, it's not even, if you think those are things, then those are things. And that's okay. Uh, I listen to the Nate Land podcast with Nate Bargetzi. If you guys don't listen to that, dude, it is a, it's kind of a chore because it is a two-hour podcast. It is hilarious. But they just had Sonny Gray on there. And he kind of talked oh, about really? how, yeah, and he kind of talked about, he's actually like real, they're really good friends. At one point he was like, yeah, he, Nate Bargetzi was talking about quitting sugar. And Sonny was like, yeah, I know. I was here the other day watching the fight, and you were just kept trying to offer me Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> and he's like, you took them, didn't you? And he's like, well, yeah, but I'm just saying. But anyway, Sour Sonny, Patch he was. Sour Patch Kids are awesome. Yeah, but he was, he was saying that it's weird not being able to just, like, go work out at a, like, for guys that live in Arizona and Florida, like, you can't just go to the spring training facility and work out and do your stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, your off-season routines are thrown off already. Yeah. Because they can't go work out now. Most of them aren't. Most of them don't live in town and go work out at the at the MLB stadium. But he said he was just in Cincinnati recently, and like usually when he would stop through, he would go in and do his workouts, or or just go in and you know whatever. He can't get in the building. <laughs> like he just he's like yeah. it's weird, you know. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. What it looks like. I, I would hope that, that the both sides will be motivated enough to get the season done in time. But I guess the whole point of this whole thing is uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous now. I wasn't when this started. Yeah. I'm a little bit nervous. But there's still time. It's not, it's not impending doom. It could still happen. Yeah. So you got anything else, they man? They can get back. They could get back into these talks, and it could it could fly through the next couple stages. It could. I'm not saying it will. I'm not like you said. I have no idea. I don't have any answers. Yeah, I but, hope that it's not just more posturing. Yeah, I hope that they're taking the MLB comes back and they say we've we've pushed, and then I hope the players push back in saying like, mm. "All right, listen, it, if we were at whatever this is, we, we'll come down a little bit. We're not going to where you are, but we'll." So long as we start to see that, that's called progress, and hopefully we can get to a place where some of these things can sway one way, sway the other way, and they can get yep. they can get something done because this is what yeah, we're here we'll, for. We'll meet you. We'll meet you where you want on this aspect, but you know, what about the one that's on this side? You come to us, sure. Stuff like that. You know, yeah. Uh, whatever it hopefully. is, we're hoping that something can get close to at least show progress. But if it doesn't show progress, that doesn't always mean that there's not progress. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the thing is, is the reason why we've been putting this off is cause we just don't, we don't have the answers. And yeah. so, and I don't, I don't want to come into, you know, and record my voice for an hour sounding like an idiot. Cause I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, and so, you know, I'm admitting, I don't know what I'm talking about. So hopefully that rules out the sounds like an idiot thing, right? <laughs> I'm okay. Not knowing what I'm talking about. So long yeah. as I'm not sounding like an idiot doing it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's basically where I'm at. Like, dude, it's, I, I, I want them to figure it out, but I know like what you said, you want them to get it right. But I, I don't know that there is a right in this case when you've got two people that are so far away from each other. So hopefully they can come to something that it, it, that has good things for both. That's a compromise. That's how you make an agreement. That's how you have a partnership. If you only have partnerships with people you agree 100% with, then you're going to be alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's just no way around it. Like you're just not going to find, you've got to find a way to, a deal means that both sides are getting something that they want and, and the, and both sides are also giving up something that they want. That's a deal in almost every yeah. situation. So there's give in, there's take, and that's absolutely how it works. So hopefully we get to something. Hey guys, 
we want to hear from you, man. Uh, we've talked about this before. Uh, we get some messages. We get some, um, you know, some people messaging us about this and that. And that's what we like. We like to hear all that stuff. So keep it coming. And if you haven't been, bring more of it. We want to hear from you guys. We want to talk about stuff. And I don't have anything else, man. You good? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Let's go box. Let's go box. Go back.